Hello and welcome to the first show of the second season of Raise the Platform. Yay! Yay! You're in the studio with Stella and Veronica and myself, Rosie. Hi. Hi. Hello, everybody. Um, so we we weren't on last week, but we're going to make up for it for this week. We're finally doing our, our comedy show. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've just uh, gotten in because uh, the com- the Melbourne Fe- Comedy Festival actually ends tomorrow. So we've got the show in just in time. <laughs> um, so uh, the first question I have is, did anyone go? I went last night with a social group. Excellent. And who did you go see? I went to see the Umbilical Brothers. And were they good? They were very good, but also very visual. Mm. So for listeners who don't know, the Umbilical Brothers, um, they're two guy- guys, and their names are Shane and David, and they do improvised comedy. Yep. So they just make it up on the spot. So one mimes, and the other one does all the sounds. Hmm. And um, do you want to explain to listeners why uh, a visual show might not be so good for you? Yeah, well, a visual show, it's a little bit tricky because whilst I can hear the sounds, it still doesn't quite explain what exactly is going on. Mm. But it's good, though, because there is sound that goes with it. So the sound, hear the dialogue, different voices, different sound effects. It's very funny. Mm. Yeah, um, so what made you decide to go to see the Umbilical Brothers? Well, it was actually with a social group okay. that I'm with. Yeah. Um, Interchange Outer East. And basically they're a group of... They help adults with disabilities, just in general. And they have an after-work social club. So every Friday of a certain month, we go on excursions. Yeah. And... April last night was the Umbilical Brothers. Awesome. Well, um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it and had a good time. And I think now Stella has uh, something to say. I didn't go, but my parents went, so I can't really elaborate. Okay. (laughs) Well, I have gone uh, before to the comedy festival. I didn't go this year. Um, There wasn't any um, comedians that stood out for me. And when I was looking up, uh, the comedians for this show. I was trying to find comedians with disabilities that may have been playing um, the festival because I know um, that Stella Young was a comedian and I'm not sure whether or not that she ever played at um, the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um, but so, yeah, so I was a bit, you know, kind of disappointed that there was no real obvious disabilities, um, people with disabilities that were doing, you know, uh, the comedian work at the Melbourne uh, Comedy Festival. Um, what venue did um, the Umbilical Brothers play at, do you know? Umbilical Brothers, I think it was in Melbourne Arts Centre. Okay, well, that's pretty accessible, that place. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very good. Yeah, Because yeah. um, I know that sometimes when you go and see comedians at the festival, they're not as, um, as accessible as you'd like them to be. I, I remember seeing Adam Hills, and I can't remember which venue it was, but um, the, it was up. My friend that booked the tickets um, didn't think about me and my accessible um, needing you know an accessible seat. So it was up a good amount of stairs, um, and the seats were slanted. So I felt like I was up really really high, and then like 
looking down in a way that I could just fall off the balcony. Like, I could just fall off my seat and tumble down the stairs. That's not good. No, it wasn't. So I know that sometimes um, the festival can be uh, in places that aren't the greatest. Um, But I think we should go to a song now. We've got uh, some themed music. Uh, This is um, Weird Al Yankovic, and uh, Veronica has given us the music for today's show. And the first song is Perform This Way, which um, is a joke song about Born This Way. (laughs) So this is Weird Al Yankovic with uh, Perform This Way. You are listening to C90.7's Raise the Platform. You're back on Raise the Platform on C90.7 and this is our comedy special. Um, that was Weird, Weird Al Yankovic with CNR and before that you heard Perform This Way. Um, so yeah, we're talking about the comedy festival and we're talking about uh, disabled comedians. Um, and before the songs, we were talking to Veronica about uh, the fact that she saw the Umbilical Brothers uh, last night. Um, and I just want to bring up the question of how we can change things to have um, more disabled comedians be like, you know, make uh, festivals like this more accessible for com- comedians with disabilities and for just punters themselves that like comedy to go see. So what are some things you can think of that we can do? To- hmm. I reckon having more, more lifts in more places. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are some because pla- a lot of the times I find uh, people say, "Oh, it's an old building," and it'd be really good if um, the government or something could have like a little like funding package where they give people a certain amount of money to make small things like ramps, lifts, um, to remove chairs, to have like wheelchair accessible seats. Because I know that at some venues they they don't even have accessible seats because. It's such an old building that, you know, we're kind of put to the side where we can still see the stage, but, like, we're off to the side. Um, And also, I reckon, because you know how we hate having to call up a venue to ask if it's accessible before we go? It'd be nice if they have on their website about the venue um, whether it's accessible or not so that it saves us calling up to find out. We can just, you know, check that out on the website. What do you think? Mm. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm trying. I really want to try to think of like other because the only time I've ever gone to the Melbourne um, comedy festivals when I've seen Adam Hills. I think I've oh, and I saw Frank Woodley once as well, and I can't remember what the venue was like or where it was. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, Veronica, I have another question for you. Um. But I think Stella's writing something, oh, yes. so we don't want to go too off topic, just in case. Um, so, what kind of things do you need uh, in in the way of accessibility when you go out to a comedy show? Um, a comedy show, I don't really think too much about it because yeah. everyone has their own unique style. So for me, being totally blind, it's not so much this show as such. It's more just having someone who can explain what's going on. Yeah. That's more what really, what I really need. But in terms of how it can change, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Because it is comedy, so everyone has their own style. That's true. I'm the sort of person, I tend to go with it. Yeah, that's good. 
So, Stella, what do you have to say? I think the people producing a show should consider performing at an accessible venue. I agree. Um, I'm on a, another show on Sin, and we interviewed um, a band, and I actually asked them Hello, whether or not... I am Heather, Whoops. the female American <laughs> English speech citizen. <laughs> oh, iPad was talking to us. Um, yeah, so I was interviewing this band, and I actually asked them whether or not they um, choose the venues that they that they go to and a lot of the time they say that it's the booking agency or the manager that chooses um and I think it'd be quite similar with some of the comedians like unless you're a comedian with a disability yourself and you know how important access is to get you know people who love your comedy to come and see your show Mm -hmm. you know you don't think about it and so if you're an able-bodied comedian with an able-bodied booking agency and an able-bodied manager, like, a lot of the time they're just going to be like, oh, yep, this place is available, you get this gig and you go to it. So I think that we need to, you know, put the word out there, say, hey, people with disabilities are comedians and they're funny and they're great and then there are people with disabilities that love comedy and want to watch it and you need to have more accessible venues because it's just ridiculous that there's you know, that a lot of places out there aren't accessible. It's ridiculous. It drives me mad. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, um, this is coming up to my uh, next kind of segment of the show. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, disabled com- comedians that we know about. Do you guys know about any? Ugh. Yep. Uh, yep. Stella Young, she- Yep. She was a comedian, wasn't she? She was, mm, yes. Yeah. And she's actually on the top of my list. Mm-hmm. So that's excellent. I actually didn't know much about Stella Young um, before she died, which was really, really upsetting because um, I never realised how much of like of a change she made to mm-hmm. the world and how amazing she was. And I remember watching her TED Talk about... Um, inspiration and how we're not her you know we're we're not your inspiration she's was so hilarious and I know that she was booked for um for a comedy show wasn't she she was about to do like a whole tour yeah you were going to go to it Mm. but um yeah so I think it it was really a bit of a shame that we lost Stella well it was a very big shame that we lost Stella Young and so young as well um, but Only she was hilarious. I think. Yeah. Yeah, she was about thirty-two. Mm. And she was absolutely hilarious. Um, do you guys know about anyone else? Like, um, what about Adam Hills? Didn't doesn't he have a prosthetic? He foot? does. He yes. does. Um, and he talks about it a lot in his um, comedy. He didn't at the start, I don't think, and then it kind of came out that he had a prosthetic leg, and they started talking about mm-hmm. it. There was this TV show that was on TV called Spicks and Specs. Yeah. And Spicks and Specs was a music trivia show, but it was also very funny, and I loved watching it. Yeah. And it was a Thursday night. I was trying to find it, but it wasn't, and I was like, no! <laughs> and comedy is a sort it can go into all areas. Yeah. Any area it'll fit into. That's so true. And there's another show that's on TV on Channel 9. Yep. It's called You're Back in the Room. Has anyone heard of it? I have not. Well, Back here, back in the Room, it's a game show on Channel 9. And there's these four contestants. And they have to do different tasks to win money. 
Very simple tasks, but the trick is they're put under hypnosis. Oh, yeah, I think I saw an ad for that. Have you heard about it at all, Stella? Mm. Have you heard it mentioned? No. But that's... I've been watching that lately. Yeah, and it's funny? Yeah. That's good. It's pretty funny. Mm. Well, going back to Adam Hills, um, he's actually on a few shows. He was on Spicks and Specs, which is where I kind of discovered him. And then he was on uh, Adam Hills Tonight. He had his own late-night show, like talk show. And he's also on a show in the UK now called um, The Last Leg. What's that about? So that's the disability show. So there's another comedian on there called Alex Brooker. Awesome. And Alex Brooker has um, d- uh, disfiguration of the arms and hands and he's got one leg. Okay. That's not good. So disfiguration of the arms and hands, yeah. what does that mean? So his hands are kind of like a bit, I guess, mould together a little bit. So he looks like he's got a thumb and just one finger on both hands. I think both hold maybe one hand and the other hand just look a little bit different again. So he doesn't have very good use of his hands. Okay. Mm. So? <laughs> Stella Young was about to go overseas, I think to America, on her comedy tour just before she died. That's right. It was America. She was going to take America by storm and change yeah. the whole world. Ah. Mm. <sighs> yeah. So, but it's a shame that she didn't get to do that. But surely someone will go overseas and show the world what people with disabilities can do in in a very funny, comedic way. <laughs> um, another comedian... So we talked about Alex Brooker because he does uh, com- comic work in the UK with Adam Hills. But there's another person who... I met through, I didn't meet, sorry, I found out about (laughs) through Adam Hills, and that's Francesca Martinez, and she's got cerebral palsy, and she is the most funniest person I think I've ever seen in my life, like, hilarious. So she, um, I think she she calls herself wobbly, because she, like, shakes all over, and um, the the jokes that she makes are hilarious. She has this joke about... um, this time, because she, she can drive, and she's in her car, and this car pulls up behind her, and they say to her, don't do it, love, and she goes, don't do what? And they say, don't drink and drive, and she goes, just because I'm wobbling and, like, can't speak properly doesn't mean that I'm, you know, drink driving, but she, she makes it really funny because she goes, just because there's vomit on the side of my, you know, top doesn't mean that... <laughs> So she's kind of like implying. But yeah, it's a good joke and it's funny and I can't re- reenactment. But um, I did post on our uh, Facebook page a little um, YouTube clip of her doing her uh, comedy act. So, and, but I did do a warning as well because she does, a, does swear a little bit. So I did a language warning for that clip. So if you're not into swearing, maybe don't click on the link. But, um, but she's absolutely hilarious. And she was on um, Adam Hills Tonight, the, the show that he did you know, the, the late night show that he did. Um, okay. And she was actually also on Spicks and Specs. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, she was on one of the episodes. And she's really, really funny. So I definitely go, recommend to check her out. Um, but now I think we should go to another song. Oh, this, yes. So this is the thir- third song on the Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> CD, which is called Apocalypse. Um, and this song is called TMZ. You are on Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. 
Welcome back to Raise the Platform on C90.7. We are listening to Weird Al Yankovic, and that was TMZ, and before that you heard CNR. No, sorry. No, actually. That was, sorry, sorry, wrong. That was Skipper Dan, and before that was TMZ <laughs> by Weird Al Yankovic, uh, because we are talking about comedy today on the show. Um, so we're just going uh, over a few uh, comedians that we think are very hilarious that have disabilities. So we've talked about uh, Sally Young, Francesca Martinez, Alex Brooker, Adam Hills, um, and now I'd like to quickly talk about uh, Mason Zaid, I think it is. Yeah, May or Mason. She's um, from New Jersey. She's Muslim and she's got cerebral palsy. She's another absolutely hilarious person. Um, but she's also really good in the way that she's trying to get more uh, people with disabilities um, in the media. So, you know, on TV shows, on radio, just getting them out there and not having them as like a background character either. She's been on uh, the Queen Latifah show and she was talking to Queen Latifah about um, this role that she once got. Um, and it was a, she, you know, was really excited. She got the script. She went home to read the script. She opened it up and it was like, oh, actually, no, that was Francesca. Maybe she does some, I'm getting my people mixed up. Francesca, she also is um, does a bit of TV work. And she, yeah, so she opened up the script and it said, oh, this is a non-speaking, like they're so disabled that they cannot speak, they can't move, and they, like, like, you know, they can't do anything. And so she wrote back to them going, thank you so much for this role, but I feel like I'm not equipped, you know, well enough equipped as a, a, as a actor to play this role. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but, no, back to, back to... Uh, my Masoon, she, yeah. So, so as I said, she's Muslim as well. So, I think she she was brought up in a very um, like a loving family that they always said to her, you know, you can do whatever you want, you can like be whoever you want to be. And she's always wanted to be on medical practice, and that's what got her. And then she like got her interested in being on TV, um, and then uh, she realized that it's really hard to get on TV when you you know. You're a Muslim disabled woman because um, she's literally all of the minorities. So then she decided to do comedy and she's gotten, she's done a few things. She's um, done a TED talk as well. So, and it's a really interesting TED talk. So I definitely recommend to look that up as well. We what might did she post do it. it on? So she did it on comedy and um, pretty much dis- a disability in the media as well. So, and she, and she, and she kind of sort of did it on herself as well. Like she talked about her, her life and, you know, how she came to be and how she came to be to do the TED talk. So I definitely recommend looking at that. I might, we might post it on the Facebook page. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much everyone I've got to talk about. Um, unless anyone else has any, any other comedians they want to talk about. Sounds awesome. Yeah. What's, what's the funniest you've ever seen out of comedians? That you've Funny. watched? I think when I first realised that um, Adam Hills had one leg and he was talking about all the things that he used to do, um, like, you know, he'd put his false leg, um, like, in the sand and stuff and make it look like someone's been buried, like, head first and <laughs> um, make it look like he's been attacked by a shark and stuff at the beach. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, he also has this joke that 
um, I think is hilarious. So he doesn't like the word disabled because it defines you of like what you can't do. And he's like, oh, if you can't think of a better word, think of like mutant because if you wouldn't park <laughs> in a mutant disabled parking spot because you're scared that someone might have fire coming out of their ass. <laughs> And I love that. So from from then on, I like started calling like people with disabilities mutants. So I had like all my like friends that all disabled. Something out of Futurama. Yeah, and we had like a little like gang almost of like the mutants. So we called us the mutant mafia. (laughs) On Facebook, yeah, it's on Facebook. Um, can you type it in into your iPad so that we can understand what you're saying? Yeah. So we um. So we made we created this like little mutant mafia group with some of my friends because <laughs> we just think that mutant such a, a a better word. Mutants. Yeah, mutants. Because <laughs> it like it reminds you of the X Men and how like you know, X like the mutant and proud. And they've all got superpowers. Exactly. Like we've got superpowers. Like I can roll really fast down hills. <laughs> That's my superpower. <laughs> Have you thought of maybe getting a group together and doing something to do with superheroes? No, but that would be cool. Because that could be something to do for comedy. Yeah. See, that's another good thing about comedy Mm. is, like, you know, when you're living with a disability and sometimes, like, life can get you down, comedy is a great way to, like, you know, make yourself feel better and make yourself laugh. Exactly. And in turn, that makes everyone else laugh and then they see that it's not so bad. Exactly. And Sorry, Stella's going to say oh something yes. now. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes! Oh, yes! That's another one. Yes. <laughs> and They're like know... the coolest mutants of all time, eating pizza. <laughs> and do you know what else would be funny? Daredevil. Yeah. Have you heard of Daredevil? Yes, mm. yeah. I remember you telling me about Daredevil and how like, it's a bit... Um, like overdone with like the yes yes echolocation yeah yeah so he does echolocation but he is very exaggerated like ridiculous you can hear mm. everything bouncing off it's just like but it's all going everywhere yeah. off the walls off the roof off the floor <laughs> oh look there's a traffic light five meters to the left or something ridiculous like that yeah and see, it's good for stuff like that because, like, you know, it's it's representation of disability, but at the same time we can laugh about it because it's yeah, so far-fetched. It's, and it's, it's so, so silly. Yeah. And it's going, what are they trying to portray? Yeah. <gasps> like, what kind of superpowers does he have? Like, really good echolocation. Yeah. Like, that's a superpower in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any superpower ideas for Comedy Stella? Nah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what other like silly superpowers I'd have having spina bifida. Like, mm. can having a really bad sense of direction somehow become a superpower? <laughs> I guess it could lead you to a map that no one else could see. Yeah. <laughs> like the Harry Potter map. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember the Marauder's map? Yeah. And it's when George and Fred, they say in order to open it, Oh, what was it? I solemnly swear I am up to no good. Oh, that's exactly. And then you can see exactly who's doing what. Yeah. Well, I can remember that was Mischief Managed, which is how you get it to close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how you close it. Yeah. But that, that would be another good one that would tie in. Mm, yes, I agree. You know, I once found on... Um, this is like a little bit of change of subject. But um, once I found on Tumblr um, this, this uh, blog 
because it's Tumblr. Um, and it was about like Harry Potter, but what Harry Potter would be like if um, people with disabilities were in Harry Potter. Because if you notice, like if you watch the movies and read the books, there's no one that's disabled. Oh, yes. Um, and so like they had um, for the broomsticks, there were seats on the broomsticks for people oh. to sit on. Or, um, I was thinking about this mm-hmm. and I was imagining what what I would do if I was in the Harry Potter world and um, instead of using broomsticks, I, I would just use my cane. Yeah. Yeah. And the rubber bit at the top, that is called the grip. Yeah. And the Quidditch balls would all have bells in them. Yes. That would be so much easier. <laughs> so there's another idea. I like it. That's a really good idea. We could, yeah, they should also have, um, like, because it's, really, I don't know, it's really, I found it really interesting that Harry Potter never had disabled characters. Like, but then, surely they would. When you think about it, a lot of fantasy books actually don't. Mm. The Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Even in the Star Wars universe, it's not really mentioned. Mm. What about Nearly Headless Nick? Would he be classified as disabled because he's, like, nearly headless? Oh, no idea. <laughs> Although he was a ghost, so... He's a ghost, so that wouldn't really count, yeah, I guess. true. Yes. Oh, well. Well, if you guys are enjoying our conversation, you can join in the conversation by tweeting... Tweetering at us? Twitter. Twitter Twitter at us. Tweet, tweet at us. Tweet. Thank you, Stella. <laughs> can you tell them I'm still really new to Twitter and I haven't really done much? You can tweet us at... S Y no raise up no R T P at S Y N. Thank you, group effort. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Raise the Platform. Uh, you can also find us on our YouTube channel, which is also Raise the Platform, or our very very new um, Instagram, Instagram <laughs> which is Raise the Platform as well. We only have one video up so far, but uh, hopefully during a song I'll take a photo of you girls and we can have another photo on it, which will be fantastic. So. I think right now we'll go to another song. Uh, so we're up to Poker Face. Oh, pol- Polka. Polka Face. Sorry, Polka Face. Yes. Now this one is very <laughs> clever. Excellent. Yes. So listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. This is Polka Face by Weird Al Yankovic. You are listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. And that was Polka Face by Weird Al Yankovic. Do you have a little information about that song? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Weird Al Yankovic is very famous for his polkas. On every album he has, there's always a polka. Awesome. So the, the tradition continues. It sure does. Excellent. Well, we, we sort of come close. Yeah, we come into our end of our show. We've got five yeah. minutes. Um, so in that time, I thought we could discuss what we're going to talk about uh, next week. Um, so next week we're going to do language um, and like, what's the word? Like, you know, phrases. Uh, phrases. Yeah, phrases that we like and dislike. Mm. You know, things that are okay to say and what are not okay to say. Because I feel like this is a long time in the making because every show we've had, we've we've kind of brought it up. And then I keep saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do a show on that. And we haven't yet. So next week we definitely will. We definitely Sounds will. Next awesome. week, yeah. We're excited for that. We also want to do a show um, at some stage <laughs> down the track um, about like body image and um, just like perception of beauty and what's healthy and what isn't. So, because I know that a lot of people like you know exercise different ways. Um, and some people are healthy and people think they are not and stuff like that. So we can dive dive a bit into that as well. But that will be sometime down the track. 
this will be good. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, what else do you think we should be we should talk about this this season on season two? Season two. Just put you on the spot there. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should talk more about entertainment, different forms of entertainment, mm. and how it's come a long way. Yeah. In terms of accessing, because a lot more movies have audio description as mm. well as closed captioning. That's true. Yeah. Mm. We have to. We have to start putting closed captions on our YouTube channels because we've we've got it at the moment, and it like does it audio like auto. And um, some of the things that it thinks they're saying is hilarious. I was watching one of our uh, YouTube clips the other day and I had a good laugh at some of the things that it thinks we said. But I, I met a girl today who was on the show just before us um, and she said that she knows how to, to do it and make it so it like does it. So she's going to help us out. Yeah, because I think we should do that for people who might have have trouble hearing. Yeah, definitely. And I think also maybe people who, like, uh, yeah, different type of, like, hearing loss. So, you know, people just don't understand what people are saying and stuff. We can just have it down the bottom, which will be so handy. Mm. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think we should talk about um, this season um, is more about hidden disabilities. I think so, because that's a really fascinating subject. Yeah, and it's something that I said that we were going to talk about this season, but this season's gone so fast. Like, it's, we blinked, and here yeah. we are, like, the first show of the second season. Yeah. And not to mention all the rakes in between, including Easter. Yeah, exactly. So, hopefully we'll get that. But I, I really would like a, like, a big discussion on hidden disabilities. So, like, say we talked about, like, autism. I'd like to have someone with autism come in, Someone who um, is like a sibling or like a mother, so someone who lives with someone with autism, and then someone like me who knows nothing about it to have this like huge kind of discussion about what it is mm-hmm. yes. and how it affects different people. I think we should actually do more of that sort of stuff because yeah. it's something that we haven't really talked about, mm. and I think we do need to expand on that. We do definitely like, and I think also talking to mothers would be really interesting as well. Yes, like you know, yeah. And I think we've always talked from the young perspective, but we haven't actually asked a parent. Yeah, exactly. And I think any of our parents were probably happy to come in and and talk about their experience of like having it. Like, because for instance, my mum didn't know that I was disabled until I was out. I was like, surprise! Really? I'm your only daughter. Like that, you have the rest of the boys, and I have disability. Pay attention to me, <laughs> and it, nothing has changed throughout the whole of my life. I still like all the attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'd be good to have like you know, a, like a mother's perspective of like what it was like to you know, yeah. like be a new like maybe a new mum with a disability, like who had a child with a disability, or maybe also as I'm talking without taking a breath, um, we could have a person with a disability who is expecting. Or, mm. and how that how that goes or we could have because I know I have a friend with a disability who has a child with a disability so we could you know have a talk about what you it's like to have a disability yourself yeah we could get your mum in we could even do that Stella that'd mm. be good yeah so um, that's something I'm really interested in getting the mum's perspective <laughs> Write down. Good work. <laughs> yeah, so, because I think, I just think it'd be a really, really fascinating uh, topic to have because, 
I think there should be more babies with disabilities out in the world. No, cute. Because they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> we are so cute. <laughs> I think we should talk more on sensory disabilities, but not just blindness. We should actually talk about other sensory conditions that other people might not know about. Yeah, because the show on synesthesia did so well and it was so exciting and we learnt so much from it as yes, well. Yes, I think we should talk more about other sensory disorders. Yeah, I agree, or, definitely. Yeah, sensory disabilities of some kind. What other ones Just, do you know about do you think we should talk about? Um, I don't really know much, to be honest, apart from being totally blind or um, hearing impairments. Mm. Synesthesia... That's really fascinating. Mm. I just thought it was fascinating that it wasn't actually a disability and it was a trait. Yes. I think we Ooh. we should do more episodes on that. All right. Stella, let's hear from you. Oh, no, not ready. Okay. Well, we've come very close to the end of our show. So are you, are you ready, Neil? Are you... yeah. Excellent. Just turning it up. We could have a mum with a disability and her perspective. Yes. I reckon we should do that. We should definitely do that. Definitely. Well, we've come to the end of our show. Uh, It's now 5.01, so uh, we'll be able to get off the radio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for our uh, comedy show today. (laughs) We hope to hear from you. Yeah, we hope to hear from you. Write us in, and uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next Saturday. Bye. Bye. Bye.